Welcome to the Connect with County Leaders podcast, a monthly opportunity to meet and connect with Fairfax County leaders, to learn about the latest county news and information, and hear more on specific Fairfax County programs and services. Now here's your host, Jim Person, with this month's guest. Welcome to Connect with County Leaders. On this first edition of Connect with County Leaders, we're excited to connect with Fairfax County Executive Brian Hill, the top leader in Fairfax County, the top non-elected leader, I'll put it that way. Mr. Hill was appointed County Executive in January of this year, 2018, came to Fairfax County from James City County, Virginia, where he served as administrator and prior to that spent seven years with Beaufort County, South Carolina as Deputy County Administrator. Did I say it right? Beaufort or Beaufort? I can't ever remember which one it is. You said it wrong, Jim. Okay. Beaufort. It's Beaufort. Okay. Beaufort, South Carolina, Beaufort, North Carolina. Yes, sir, Jim. Okay. You know, go go <laughs> go ahead and fire me, whatever. I don't know. I can't I, I can't that, ever Jim. remember which one because there's one in North and one in South Carolina. Yeah, but yeah. great to have you here with us on the inaugural edition of this podcast. You know, it's always a pleasure to see you and talk to you and Yes, it's Buford, Jim. Okay. I, I, won't, I won't put that in the intro anymore ever again. <laughs> Pleasure to have you here with us. Again, like I said, it's the inaugural edition of this as we're calling Connect with County Leaders. And I want to put it out there that this was really your initiative. You wanted this opportunity to kind of uh, come forth on a regular basis and kind of, kind of connect audio-wise with the listeners in Fairfax County. So I commend you for that. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, Fairfax County is so expansive. You have to use various vehicles to ensure that you are connecting with folks. Uh, I, I've been trying my best to connect with as many individuals as I possibly can as I am also trying to understand what Fairfax County is about mm-hmm. and where we want to go. And talking with folks and seeing different areas helps us get, helps me at least, understand where we are and how we should maybe move forward in a certain direction. Right. And the Board of Supervisors has been absolutely phenomenal. They've basically said, go out and do what you got to do and then come back and tell us and and guide us and talk to us, and then we'll guide you. Mm-hmm. I was actually looking at your Twitter feed, and I was seeing where I have you, one of those? You do. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I do, and you've got a lot of pictures of yourself on there, out with people, connecting with people, as you said. Why are you doing that? It, because you don't have to do that. You don't have to go out on nights. You don't have to go out on weekends. You don't have to be involved in all these community events. But why are you doing that? Well, I I do believe that you do have to do that connectivity with the community. It's very difficult for a person who comes here to understand what the community is about. Um, I have a really good support staff here at Fairfax County. Tony Castrilli has monitored my Twitter feeds. (laughs) He's actually asked me to change the name, and we're trying to do some other things with it. But it's very important for me to understand what we have here. You can't lead anything without knowing what to lead. Mm. So it's, it's, very, it's very important for me to be able to be a part of the community, which is what I want to be, right. a part of this community. And it's been a great 11 months, to be quite frank. I am enjoying myself um, out in the community, I'm enjoying work. It's not easy work. I'm yeah. going to tell you that. The, the hours are long. Um, I enjoy meeting staff. I walk the building saying hello to staff because I always want to get a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just part of my personality. Understand what we have, and then we move forward. Right. 
park events, some fire station open houses lately that you've been at. I know the uh, fire department coat drive I think you were at. What are some of the things that you're you're learning from these community events as you're out there talking to community folks? And I even, I, I even think I saw you uh, uh, on your Twitter with a, a picture of a young woman and you were referencing basketball. So <laughs> what, what, what are some of the things that you're learning from the residents? Well, let's go back to that. That was Major Chantel Cochran's daughter who happens to be about two inches <laughs> taller than me. Talking and I'm, right. I'm almost 6'1". And uh, we uh, got into a conversation about basketball, but I didn't realize that she was that tall because she was in the car. All right. <laughs> and I told her when we play one-on-one, I was going to dunk on her. Then she said, Mom, I need to get out of the car. Right, right. And when she got out of the car, she was towering over me. Um, you, you misspoke. <laughs> no, I'm still going to dunk <laughs> okay. on her. It might be on an eight-foot rim, but I'm going to dunk on her. But, you know, going out into the community and speaking to young people like that, I haven't coached basketball in two years. And when she told me she wants to learn how to play basketball, well, not learn how to play, but be better at, a bas- at mm-hmm, basketball, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, there's some things we can do. So that got me into a different type of element. And I remember Major Cochran saying to me, you're the county executive. You kind of changed on us over here. Now you're talking basketball, which I didn't even think. And I guess people think a county executive is going to be nerdy. Mm-hmm. I'm very far from that. You know, I'm very happy to be the way I am. But basketball is my passion. I love it. Sports, I love, but I also love people. So I'm trying to assimilate into into Fairfax County. Uh, Going to the coat drives, uh, we're actually going to do one. Well, sorry, uh, Battalion Chief Bailey has done this for many, many, many years. Right, right. And my goal was to help him expand and understand what he's trying to do and expand because – 13% 13% of Fairfax County is in poverty. So if you think about it, you got a lot of kids wow. that are probably needing help. And right. that little dent is a large dent. And those kids came off the bus with big eyes. Yeah. And I think we as a community need to understand that there are folks that need help. Mm-hmm. And we should be the ones to help them. Because if we help them today, we probably won't need to help them as much as in the future. And when we get older, they'll be able to help us. <laughs> well, we are getting older, Jim. <laughs> yes. I, I need all the help I can get. I, I you too? I, I am. I am <laughs> very much so. Um, you mentioned something about, you know, being uh, not a nerd, being outgoing, being friendly, being that kind of person. Is it kind of a stigma that we think of our leaders as unapproachable? I don't know. I don't know if it's a stigma or not. If I say hello to you, I hope you say hello back. Mm-hmm. Um, I do walk around the government complex, and I will greet each and every person simply for the fact that I appreciate the hard work that they do here for Fairfax County. Right. Is it a stigma? I, I, I don't know. Am I doing this the way other county executives have done it? I don't think so. Um, but to, then again, times change, and right. we have to be a little bit different and a little bit more creative and more innovative in how we go forward. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to be uh, the best I can be and fit into our culture here yeah. in Fairfax County. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're recording this in October, 10, 10 months in. I don't know if you have the clock going. You can give me the days and the hours, minutes, seconds, and all that. But first 10 months on the job, um, big accomplishments, big things you're proud of. I know the county has a new fire and rescue chief. I'm assuming that may be one of them, but I don't want to speak for you. Well, I'm proud of the fact that we're able to take things and move them a little bit quicker um, than people have anticipated. Uh, the strategic plan, uh, we're going to start that process 
more than likely in the month of November. Um, we're getting going to have a, a meeting with the uh, the Accenture, who is the winner of that award. We're going to be meeting with them to discuss how we move it forward. Um, things that I'm proud of, um, I'm proud of the fact that I'm a part of Fairfax County. Yes, we have new leadership, new staffing. Um, Tisha Deegan was hired after I got here in Health and Human Services. I'm proud that she is a part of the leadership team. Uh, John Butler, Chief John Butler from um, Howard County came into our into our lap. I'm very happy and supportive of the things that I've seen him do in the f- past two months. And all in all, the county staff are, are exemplary, and mm-hmm. I appreciate the hard work they put out for the residents of right. Fairfax County. Right. Is Your job is multifaceted, I know. There's no one thing that's the most important, but grooming – your senior leadership or the senior leadership of Fairfax County, kind of where, where does that rank on the scale? It ranks high. Uh, you know, a, a lot of our staff are in, in a program called DROP, um, and we need to have succession management planning, and that's exactly what we're doing. Um, in, in, in the area of uh, Department of Planning and Zoning, Fred Selden has done an excellent job over the years. Um, I've asked Barbara Byron to come in and when Fred leaves, or while Fred is transitioning out, mm-hmm. we're going to look at the merger of OCR and DPZ and see how we can make that a little bit more efficient and hire some assistants and deputies and, and ensure that we have a succession management plan. Um, we're doing great things in LDS with Bill Hicks. Um, we are doing even better things in Park and Pla- Park Authority with Kirk and Cannon. So, you know, my focus right now has been on uh, um, community development. Mm-hmm. James Patterson is retiring. We just hired Randy Bartlett to replace James, so there's going to be some succession planning right. um, below that. And Roy Oliver, who is coming for the Department of Public Safety and Communication, he is going to take over after 28 years as uh, in that position. He's going to take over as the director. So I do see some nice, exciting things happening, and I also see opportunities for staff um, that have been here for some time. But, you know, as people leave, we have to keep moving faster. Right. Um, the world is catching us, and we need to just stay one step ahead of everybody, in my view. And that's what Fairfax County is all about, mm-hmm. the premier community, right. the premier right. county. Everybody looks at us with what we do. Right. Um, we have Carla Bruce, who is our chief equity officer, another important hire, looking at the tenets of a board resolution create, adopted in 2016, and reaffirmed in 2017 by the Board of Supervisors of One Fairfax. Looking forward is where I am really stressing to this t- to the team. Hmm. We need to look forward and figure out today versus tomorrow, how do we get there? Hmm. Interesting. We're talking with County Executive Brian Hill on the inaugural episode of Connect with County Leaders, and we appreciate his time being with us. And Definitely appreciate you listening and going to ask a favor if we could. Please leave a rating, review, comment. We'd love to get the feedback. Also, the ratings and reviews help with the iTunes algorithm to push the podcast higher and search visibility. And we want more Fairfax County residents to be able to to hear this interview with uh, County Executive Hill and, and future leaders to follow in the months to come. You mentioned the strategic plan earlier. I get, what is it called, Migo, my eyes glaze over. Whenever I hear strategic plan, I'm like, oh, no. You know, everybody has strategic plan. Everybody goes through the strategic plan process. 
What's going to make this one different? Well, I believe what makes it different is that I'm going to have board directives and uh, guidelines of where and how we need Fairfax County to take them from today till tomorrow and the next year and the next year. Uh, the goal, obviously, is to have clear, clear understanding of where the board wants to take us. Mm. So then I, in turn, can extrapolate how to implement certain things that need to be a part of what we do as staff. And in my view, we're going to have a structure of goals with capital and operational initiatives that I can give to Joe Mondoro and his team mm -hmm. to say, the budget for how the long budget can it, will it be before we can actually implement these changes or these plans right. to move us forward? So we have a bridge. And the way I look at it, you have a one-year budget, and then you have a five-year CIP, and then you have a comp plan. My goal is to understand the nuances between the CIP and the, and the comprehensive plan. The mm -hmm. comprehensive plan is pretty much a 20-year plan. Right. CIP is a five-year plan. So what do you do from year 6 to 19? So you've got kind of immediate planning, short-term planning, long-range long -range planning. planning. Mm -hmm. They're kind of all coming together, which is how it's supposed to work. It is. And I believe that a strategic plan with those goals in mind that the board want to move forward with allows us to actually vision from the 6 to the 19. Mm. So as one plan goes forward on the CIP, you replace it with another plan in the back end so you know it's coming. Gotcha. And then gotcha. you can appropriately fund it in an appropriate fashion to get the plan done Okay. or the project done, I should right. say. So you're looking ahead for... For future tax increases, tax decreases, all that funding funding that comes with the projects, et cetera. Well, there's no tax increase. We're looking at right. we're looking at stable or lower. Okay. 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 All right. Heard it right here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see that happening anytime soon. But okay. you know, obviously, if we're able to get revenue enhancements with business, that helps. And how do we get that? Well, we have an EDA that we work with, and again, another change, Jerry Gordon, um, Dr. Jerry Gordon, I call him Jerry Bear sometimes, but anyway, uh, he is uh, leaving in January, and they're going through a search. Um, I've been asked to give my opinions and my thoughts on what a, a new EDA executive director should look like. Um, Kathy Lange, with the, uh, who's the chairman of the board, called me, asked me, I said, sure. Corn Ferry is their search consultant. They called me last week. I gave them a probably had about an hour conversation. Um, we are, <coughs> excuse me, I'm we're sure. also looking at our deputy county executive for uh, community development, Rob Stalzer. He's going to be retiring um, in February, trying to get those two right. linked together a right. little bit so they're on the same page. So we have a little bit of some 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 semblance of of, of symmetry as we move forward. Mm -hmm. So I'm always looking to see how we can collaborate and communicate to move us forward as opposed to being on separate right, planes. Right. Um, the minute you're on the same plane, you're able to move forward together. Gotcha. And you get in a destination hopefully around the same time. Right. A lot of, lot of big picture, a lot of kind of, I got my hands up in the air, kind of up here kind of things that have to really fall into place to be able to get the, the in the weeds kind of stuff. Um, do you like getting down in the weeds, though, sometimes? You know, uh, I've had this conversation with our chairman, and I said, you know, coming from the outside, I have to drive in, dive into the weeds and understand what type of grass, uh, the fertilizer, the dirt, and how much water you need to put on it. And then I'm hopefully going back up high again mm. once I understand what's going on at the bottom. Gotcha. Um, it, it, <laughs> it is a bit 
it's a bit tough um, when you have so many things going on in an organization that you have not lived in. Mm. But luckily for me, I think I'm a quick study and I get operations, so I don't stay down there too long. Right. Um, if I'm down there for more than half an hour, that's too long. Mm-hmm. If people are talking to me and I can connect the dots, then I can come up and say, have you thought about this right. to get us to where we need to be? Um, that tends to work better for me, uh, and I'm hopeful it's working better for Joe and Tisha right. and Rob and Dave Rohr because that's how I think. And and to be quite frank, Kathy Spade has also been very good in un- making me understand the HR uh, HR. I, I guess you would say levels um, because we have so many structure, we yeah. have so many levels in our staffing plan. Hmm. Um, it, it's really voluminous, but she has made me understand quickly what each means, which hmm. has been a godsend for me. Okay, okay. Where would you put yourself on a scale of one to ten on feeling comfortable with kind of knowing <laughs> all these kind of in the weeds things to you know. Because you've only been here 10 months. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Does it feel like it's been that long? Uh, what's my correct answer to you, sir? I have no idea. <laughs> um, it, <laughs> the you know, answer. <laughs> it, it, uh, for me, it, it it feels longer. It feels like you've been here. But, so but, been, but then I have to stop and go, he hasn't even been here a year. Yeah, I'm like growing like a moss on you <laughs> right, right? Yeah. right. Oh, boy, that's not good. Um, you know, certain things. Budget is my forte. I like the budget. I think I'm I'm okay there. Yeah. Um, no, learning the organization, this is a 15,000-strong organization. Uh, if if I go five, that might be too high on a scale of one to ten yeah. because there's so many places. And you asked me about my Twitter and being out and about. Well, that's a part of understanding the organization. I haven't touched everything yet. Uh, what I've been trying to do, and I give you fire and rescue, I have been working on the C-shift. There's mm. 38 fire stations. C-shift, I've been to four. 21 of the 38. Wow. So I still have 17 more fire stations to go to, and that's C-shift. Then I'm going to go to B. And explain what C-shift is. Well, we have three shifts. So every fire station has three shifts. So the A-shift will work a couple days, and uh, B and C are off, and then they replace A with B, and then C with B, and then it's a revolving. So you have three full-time um, um, shifts at per station. 38 of them. 38 of them. So I've been to 21, still got 17 to go right. on C shift. I haven't touched B and I haven't touched A yet. Right. So I have to go back to those stations. So to, 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 to understand the fire and rescue department, you have to go to three stations three times right. to understand who's there, how they're doing, what's happening. That's what Chief Butler's going through right now. Mm-hmm. Park Authority, Kirk and Cannon and I, we go to different parks. We have 427 parks. I'm not going to ask you how many of those you've been to. (laughs) I don't know that you could complete the list. But, again, we have that type of expansiveness here in Fairfax County, and I'm trying to understand that expansion. You go to Colvin Mill Run, you see where George Washington did his thing, and, and, and it's really a fascinating place. Then you make a left, you're on Leesburg Pike, and then you're looking up at Tyson's Corner, and you're like, okay, I got an 18th, 17th century home, make one left turn, and I see big buildings. Mm-hmm. So you can go from the city to the country within five minutes right. here in Fairfax, right. and then back to the country. Right. And 
I like the fact that we have that much diversity here because we have a lot of things that people can do. Mm-hmm. And I'm all about being outside. I mm. think we spend too much time on technology, twitting, tweeting. Is that what we call it, tweets? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I don't mind tweeting, but we spend a lot of time on our telephones, and I'm trying to be that county executive who can do that as well as be outside with it and, and enjoy it. Right. Over 400 square miles, the county is. 409. And, yeah, I mean, as you mentioned, a <laughs> lot, lot of diversity, a lot of, you know, a uh, lot of strengths that it brings the county, but also challenges or opportunities, depending on how you look at it. Well, everything's an opportunity. I mean, you look at Drainsville, we're looking at investments with Metro, and then you look at, Ma- at the Mason District. We have some areas where we want to revitalize, and Barbara Byron is going to be working on us, working, and she's going to be uh, part of the OCR DPZ merger. So you the, look. The, the what? Oh, DPZ is Department of Planning and Zoning, and OCR is Office of Community Revitalization. Thank you. I'm um, sorry about that. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to sound like I've right. got my <laughs> You've been here for years. Yeah, all these. In, I mean, there's still terminology here. <laughs> right. What does that mean? Really? Right. But I'm um, just trying to fit in. Uh, it's been a big been a big part of how I go about this job. But I will tell you this. When I get home at night, which is typically around 7, 8, I do have a fish tank. No fish. Okay, still no fish. No, man. The bubbles are helpful. <laughs> the bubbles don't talk back to you. Right. <laughs> Relaxing. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sleeping probably within 15 minutes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Budget is a big part, as, as, as we know, about your job. Uh, any highlights, anything you can let us in on? Is the budget process for Fairfax County is, it goes on throughout the whole year. It's not like a you know, one-month process, but I think what in the spring is when it's presented to the Board of Supervisors and they make their recommendations, et yeah. cetera. So highlights, updates, anything you want to share? Well, it's fascinating you ask me that question. Um, the budget will be presented to the Board, I think, late February, early March. I've already started having meetings with departments. Wow. Yeah. So um, we will have meetings with every one of our departments. We'll go over what they're requesting, and we have to put in some prioritization mm. because our revenue forecasts are about 2.7% increase or growth, as we call it. Okay. Um, that's, a, that's a finite number. But then you have all the other costs that you will have to deal Just, with, right. which may or may not be 2.7%. So we're kind of juggling everything. We have building um, facilities that we really have to get apart, get, get into and, and make sure that they're, that they're safe for everybody to come in and out of. Um, so FMD is big. Um, um, again, I've started meeting. Uh, we're going to be meeting from we're in late October. We're going to be meeting all, all the way through the end of December. We present the budget, and then Joe Mondoro and Joe LaHate and Phil Hagen and Christina Jackson and I and others go out and do 45 community meetings Wow! throughout a two to three week span, and then we present the budget again to the board, and then right. hopefully, you know, we we're able to present a a budget that does not have a uh, an increase of any sort when it when when it relates to property taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the goal this year, and we're going to continue making that a goal. But the big thing that I look at, and you say, um, what are the things that we've done that you believe are high up on my list of things? Mm-hmm. Um, just being able to coordinate and develop a a good relationship with the deputies has been hmm. key on my list. Uh, we are looking at efficient cost-saving measures 
we're looking at space utilization. We're, we're looking at a gambit of things. Because I've challenged the superintendent, Scott Brabrand, you shave a penny, you keep a penny. A penny is about $26 million. And if you can mm-hmm. do that, that allows you to recycle that funding into right. newer and more creative ideas. Right. When you're juggling all these agency department priorities, wish lists, wants, needs, um, you have to present a budget then to the Board of Supervisors, which is you know feasible, reasonable. Um, and that's the reason you have the job you have to make these decisions. But kind of explain to me a little bit what goes into that. How do you how do you actually decide, well, you know, agency A wants A, B, and C, and agency B wants E, F, and G. I, we can't pay for all of that. How are those tough decisions made? Kind of what are some of the thought processes? Well, the way, the way I look at it, what is our baseline? Tell us what we have to do, and then tell me how much that costs. And then I start working on the new or the things that the wants versus the needs. Mm-hmm. And then we go through that process. But there are things that you can see that if you do X, you won't have to do it next year and you get a residual effect back. Mm. All right. So when I'm looking at space and we have about $15 million that we spend a year on lease space, wow. if I'm able to pull everybody back to the government center, Pinino or Herity, that's $15 million I can put towards something else. Right. So those are the types of things I'm looking at, the strategic thought going into a budget where if I have to spend a million this year to get four or five million back next year, hmm. those are the types of things I'm looking at. Kind of investment. Yep. Yeah. Um, final question, uh, talking with uh, County Executive Brian Hill on our inaugural Connect with County Leaders podcast. And thanks, Tim, for being here. And again, thank you for being here. Uh, I'll throw you a softball. <laughs> uh, getting ready to start winter. Um, you feel like the county's ready for the the, the winter, the weather, do you have any advice for residents <laughs> about getting ready for the winter? Just kind of looking ahead to the next season before we have you back in December for, for, for our interview then. You know, it's fascinating. You know, I was um, I lived in Maryland for many, many years and then went to South Carolina. And there was one snowstorm in South Carolina in the 11, 12 years I was there. Right. And it wasn't even a snowstorm. Um, Two o'clock in the morning, I woke all the kids up and said, we have an inch on the ground. Let's go have a snowball fight. And I remember my my son's friend who was spending the night said, why are you waking us at 2 o'clock in the morning? We can just do this at 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock when we wake up. And I looked at him and said, there won't be any snow there. Right, right. So the kid didn't even know how or what a snowball was. And my youngest, Aaron, who at that time was like 8, just hit him in the head with a snowball. <laughs> He's like, what is that? Right. Um, you move into Fairfax one thing I've always noticed is we have so many staff that live outside of the area. Right, right. And they get on us for not not making the call early. Hmm. And what I want to have the staff understand is this. We can't make a call too early. And if you believe that it's unsafe for you to drive from wherever you're coming from, you do have personal leave to take off. Don't wait for me to do administrative leave or liberal leave. Be safe, because I always have a mindset of family first. And if I can't get to work, don't risk it because you don't want to take your personal leave. Right. If I do an administrative leave day or or liberal leave day, great. But don't get on us so hard because we are trying our best. Right. I'm Dave Rohr, 
and I are on the phone at four, three, well, one morning it was three o'clock in the morning. He calls me and says, all right, we have a snow call, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, we were not going to close the, 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 the county. It's the one time I have closed the county. Mm-hmm. As I was getting off the phone with Dave, we had a 13-car pileup on 395, and all I right. said, Dave, we're going to close the county. He said, I agree. But we didn't, we didn't make that call until almost 5.15 right. because we were still talking with the school. There's so many things that go on. Right. And 4 o'clock is when we start. 6 o'clock, we still might not make a call, but we're trying our best right. because we want to ensure everybody's safe. Right. Um, to the residents, you know, VDOT plows the roads. We don't own the roads. So I get a lot of calls about right. plowing, and I'm right. like, well, VDOT plows right. the roads. We're not a city. Now, city of Fairfax... Their roads are plowed yeah, quickly. Right. We have to wait on VDOT because we do not own the roads. Right. But again, f- family first. Be safe. If you believe you cannot make it in, please just take the 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 the, the personal leave day. Right. And 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 I I want to make the call as quickly as I can, but we're here to protect and we're here to serve our residents of Fairfax County. And if I can, if I believe we can make it in, we're going to have to open up because we're here to again right. serve the residents of Fairfax County. Right. Coming back in December, maybe we can dive into kind of all that goes into one of those calls because I think it's kind of fascinating, all the different coordination and things everybody's learning to try to figure out what's going on. Absolutely. Yeah. I've taken up enough of your time today. appreciate you for being here today. Mr. Brian Hill with us, the county executive for Fairfax County, again on our very first edition of Connect with County Leaders. I'll give you 15 seconds or so. I'm still waiting for lunch. You're supposed to take me to lunch, my man. My scheduler hadn't gotten back with you? No, not at all. Oh, I have to get with them on that. Yeah, well, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm going to find you. Okay. <laughs> you know where I live. Brian Hill with us on the uh, county, uh, Connect with the County Leaders podcast. Again, thank you for, uh, for joining us. If you want to uh, um, learn uh, more about uh, Fairfax County news and information, please go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash news. You can also go to fairfaxcounty.gov slash podcast and hear other great podcasts. And again, to uh, help us let others learn more about this podcast, we'd appreciate you leaving a rating and a review on whatever podcast player app you use. The more ratings and reviews, the easier it is for news list- new listeners to find the podcast. So thanks in advance for your rating and review, and thanks for listening. This has been the Connect with County Leaders podcast. To listen to other great Fairfax County podcasts, visit fairfaxcounty.gov podcasts. And for additional audio content, tune into Fairfax County Government Radio at fairfaxcounty.gov radio. For more Fairfax County news and event information, visit News Center online at fairfaxcounty.gov news. You also may call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329. Weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m or email publicaffairs at fairfaxcounty.gov. The Connect with County Leaders podcast is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.